Wrapping up week 10, we've got a lot of things to address, starting, of course, with the unfortunate injury to Cooper Cup. We've also got the Bills crushing the Jets. We've got the Browns beating the Falcons, the Saints crushing the Bengals. What does all that mean? What did all of that mean for fantasy? We're going to talk about talk to you about that, give you some waiver wire heroes. Let's get to it, and let's run up the score. You're listening to Run Up the Score, a fantasy football podcast. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to Run Up the Score. It's Donald here with Scott. Hey. And in Iceland, I didn't have time to look up or research or practice my accent, so I'm not going to say it. But hello <laughs> to I, to Tom and in Iceland. And hello, Iceland. Hey, everybody from Iceland. What city was it again, Tom? I'm in Reykjavik right now. Reykjavik. Bless you. The capital. type. <laughs> the capital, of course. All righty. Uh, um, no, uh, no overseas games or no out-of-country games for the NFL. Otherwise, I would have had that as my tie-in for this week. But uh, next week, though. It would have been the big one. Tom, it would have been cool if you caught a uh, international soccer game. They get that clap going, you know, like that Goal. that Viking clap. Yeah. yeah, they got a lot of team well, spirit there. It's cool. Vikings had their Skull. bye this week, too. It was all working against us. Yeah. <laughs> Skull is uh, cheers. So I was doing enough of it. Oh, oh, nice. Perfect. I'm sure. Well, Skull to you from Iceland, Tom. Uh, but now it's time for the people who I would not say Skull to. Time for no. people who throw up some skulls in your fantasy lineups, as a matter of fact. It's time for Losers of the Week. I look around at us. You know what I see? Losers. I'm tossing a beer right in Josh McCown's face. Oh, Mike. <laughs> so, Tom, you didn't. You probably didn't know this, but uh, they. I'm out in the in the big Fandle survivor because I picked the Jets. <laughs> I was gonna ask honestly. Yeah. And the Jets go uh, out there and just play absolutely terrible. Josh yeah. McCown you know, horrible by all standard and all imagination. I thought he was going to go out there and light the world on fire like he has in the past, and he just clunks. And the Jets get blown out, putting them in that consideration for a truly awful team. And I was holding out hope, you know, to not call them one of those just downright terrible teams in the league. I have no ground. Just ain't happening. I have no ground to stand on Yeah, it just ain't happening. Which stinks. I mean, it was just a – I don't know. It was just a tough game for the Jets, and it was just – we just could not keep it going. They they didn't get anything going on the ground. They didn't bad. get anything going in the past. Matt Barkley lit their defense on fire. Yeah. And now here we are. The Jets are three and seven. The Bills are three and seven. And now it's an interesting race for the last place team in the NFC in the AFC East. Um, Tom, as a Jets fan, this was a great week <laughs> for you to be in a different country, so you didn't have to watch the game for if you didn't sure. want to. Yeah, and I wore a I wore a Jets beanie today just in case they did all right, but yeah, they did no. really really took bad. Took that off at the end of the first yeah, quarter. No. <laughs> yeah, well, the thing is for fantasy too. I mean, how many people went out there and started the Jets defense, and it goes negative for you, which is just brutal. Yeah, that right. would have been my loser if Scott didn't pick before me. Speaking of yeah. which, my pick. Uh, I'm going Patriots offense. The Yucky. defense did enough to kind of keep the Titans in check, but Tom Brady just not doing enough. James White, 26 yards, a season low for him. Sony Michelle, nothing, nothing spectacular. He did get the touchdown, the only touchdown the Pats scored. No, so he didn't looked, score. Oh, he didn't? I no, it was did. James Devlin. Oh, Devlin scored. That's Who right. So that's touchdown. even worse. Yeah, just terrible. Uh, <laughs> so loser, loser Bill Belichick giving Devlin the red zone carry as his uh, jerk. His Sony typical got the, gesture. Sony got the one before it. That's right. Score. That's right. Got to punch him in, Sony. You know better. Yeah. 
Um, and then, we, and then um, Josh Gordon had an okay day. Julian Edelman had an okay day. Another no Gronk week. It's just, it's just brutal for the Patriots. Like, how do you turn that bad against the Titans, who just look like pretty good against the Cowboys, but certainly not Titans good enough that weird. they could beat one of the so-called best teams in the league? And for me, like, if I'm power ranking these, and thank goodness we don't, because I, that feels like such a tedious progress in the NFL, but. I would definitely have the Patriots below the Chiefs and based on how they look on Thursday, possibly below the Steelers in terms of how these teams look going into the playoffs. And just, just the AFC, not, you mean? Yeah, just the AFC. Yeah, because yeah, the Rams and Saints. Yeah, the Rams too. and Saints are also ahead of the Patriots. Yeah. But still, I, I think it was just a tough week for the Patriots. Knowing them, they're going to get back to it probably next week or off their bye and, and they'll be looking yeah, like Yeah, but we count on them for again. fantasy to right. you know, put up monster numbers. So when they go out there and turn, you know, they deserve to be losers. And here we are. twenty. What, we don't get to call 10? them losers often, no. so when we get the chance, we have to take <laughs> full advantage. What's that, that, kid's, uh, that kid's poster with all the parades that Boston gets to throw because their teams are champions? The kid's like 16 years old. He's been to like 13 championship parades yep. in, his, in his life. Yep. Yeah, good for that kid. Tom, you're a loser. Um, I was going to do poster. Brady. I was even going to do... Uh, the Jets, and you guys <laughs> kind of took those ones away from me. But I, I, I scrounged one up in the meantime, and that's Jarvis Landry. Um, six of the ten weeks, he's not even in double-digit scoring in half-point PPR. Yuck. And seven of the ten weeks, he's not in double-digit scoring uh, in standard. Yuck. So, yeah, so this guy is actually going out there and really harming your team at this point. Uh, he only has two touchdowns, and that is going to be what's going to take him over that double-edged thing. But he is our double-digit uh, thing. Right. But he is not scoring in the way that he did last year. He's also not being targeted as crazily as you would actually assume he was of course. with yeah. the departure of Josh Gordon. Um, I'm not sure what to make of it anymore, but I don't think at this point he's an auto start. They go into the bye next week, and that might be better for your team. It really might. I mean – like you can't, I wouldn't start him with any level of confidence. He's a boomer bust wide receiver three at this point, based on that description that Tom just gave us. Yeah, I mean, and his boom is is volume based. It's not touchdown based because you know you can't really count on him to score a lot. So his booms are him catching all ten of his targets. Well, Baker Mayfield has not been able to do that with him. His catch rate with Baker Mayfield has been really bad, actually. Uh, you know, of late, of uh, of for sure. So um. I wouldn't. I'm not excited about Jarvis season long, and especially this week. Yeah, it's just I don't know. Just that was a great pick, Tom, because I didn't because even I notice think it. That, like the name value for him and the target share, I think would yeah. get people a lot really excited. But he's doing nothing with it. And especially the fact that like the draft capital that people spent on him, it's, pr- it's probably going to be difficult for them to pull the plug on Jarvis Landry as an every week starter. But the data is there. Seven out of ten weeks is a trend. Six out of ten yeah. weeks is a trend. He either scores and gets over double digits, or he doesn't. It seems like at this point. Yeah. Well, and, the problem is, is the game that he had his like big boom was versus Tampa Bay. So yeah, of course you can't even that's really a count no that brainer for him yeah. either. Unfortunately exactly. for him, that doesn't count yeah. toward him. It's, a, it's almost a detriment when your yeah. by far best game is against Tampa Bay. <laughs> right. Like, okay. Well, so what? If you had, that could have been anybody. Yeah. yeah. If you had one of these losers of the week, it's it's time to kind of get into. Uh, it's kind of time to get into our waiver wire heroes. And I wish I had better news for you, but it's a thin week for waiver wire pickups. It's been the good thin thing the is, past couple weeks. The good thing is, though, is that it probably means that the players that you're counting on are giving you what you're expecting from them. Um, maybe not on a weekly basis, but certainly more weeks than more often than not, they're doing that. I think but so. 
because of that, there really aren't a lot of guys who you must pick up. Like and Nick Chubb, we already had his must pick exactly. up. Exactly. There's area. like a lot of names yeah. out there that are, you know, that have been on the waiver radar, right. but have been performing well. So, you know, they're probably already added or yeah. they've already been trending in the right direction. So right. they're and, not really worth bringing up here. And one of those guys is Derrick Henry. Now, he, he scored. Uh, did he score twice? I think he did. Twice. So he scores twice. He's automatically on the dock, but he also scored last <laughs> week. I mean, like this is this might become a trend for Derrick Henry, and I'm not really sure what to make of it. But the fact of the matter is, he's out there. And what Derrick we said Henry's last just week, happy we're finally talking about him this year. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. Um, uh, we haven't said a word about him since the season started. Pretty yeah, because much. we were well, especially because we were just been, so off on him for uh, yeah, whatever reason. I mean, I mean he's I mean, been completely invisible yeah. as well. Yeah, and it, but it's it's good to kind of get the you know the expo the the touches that we thought he was going to get because. Mike Rabel came out of the Titans bye week saying, yeah, like we're ready to commit to Deion Lewis as our workhorse. But then in those both of the games that they've played since their bye, they've put teams away early. And Derrick Henry has been that guy to kind of get them through to the end of the game. The only problem is, of course, we don't know when that's going to be because this Titans team has been so inconsistent. So even like even that is just like, oh, my God, like, really, we're going to do this again with Derrick Henry. Um, Another guy who. came out of nowhere really jaquiz rogers ended up leading the uh tampa bay backfield in touches peyton barber's ineffectiveness ronald jones was inactive again today i mean he uh, had 100 receiving yards in this game, yeah that's wild which is huge number <laughs> whenever you jaquiz rogers yards, rocks he does yeah, every time he gets the chance he shows out does it again here so you know if he's going to keep his name in the mix uh ronald jones i believe is heading to ir as well oh which no is, Important to note, which gives boy you know, did he have a tough year. Yeah, really tough year. Which, but it gives Jaquiz Rogers the chance to step in and uh, you know see see this six or seven target share that he got, and if he's going to, he's viable in PPR for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Particularly full point PPR. Um, anything lower than that, I'm not sure. I'm wasting a claim on Jaquiz Rogers, but yeah. if I'm desperate and he's still available on waivers. You could do worse at this point, I yeah. think. In the same breath, Theo Riddick is going to be out right. there, too. He sees another seven targets this week and catches every single one. The Lions look pretty bad, and it looks like they're going to be in this comeback throw mode. And it seems like the Theo Riddick game script has returned for us once more. Even when you see uh, on Johnson score two touchdowns in this game, you still see Theo Riddick very viable. Yeah. And he'll, I think he'll be a fine RB2 option for yeah. you in PPR leagues and as, that, as well. You know, we, we've, we've really gone over – the carry on Johnson conundrum that has developed with Detroit. I mean, I'm shocked that carry on had two touchdowns this game. game and, but it's, still... I mean, he is the better player. So it doesn't shock me when he really shows out because he's awesome. He's a great back, right? But just the opportunity for him is cut short by the coaching staff. So bad. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Another guy that's a uh, similar style of play is Duke Johnson jr. He could have been uh, dropped by a lot of people and, after these, you know, more encouraging performances, it looks like, you know, I, I he might be better off starting him than Jarvis Landry even. Yeah, but, yeah. You're certainly obviously, sure. obviously, same team headed into the bye, so I wouldn't even use a claim on him. I would just add drop. Yeah, right. Definitely. Uh, we'll go. We'll keep it with running backs because he's 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 on the sheet one more time. Scott even tried to take him off. Tom put him back on just now. I was watching it happen in real time. Yes, Tom Frank won't let Gore. Him go. Kenyon Drake leaves the game. He came back. He did come back, but in that time, Frank Gore totaled 100 yards total against the Packers. You know, just just a typical old Frank Gore kind of thing that happened. Yeah. But, I mean, you got to love it. You got to respect it, of course. And I think that, uh, you know, it, it's it's fun to see, and I'm not sure what to make of it. But, 
you know, there are cer- certainly some teams that are probably well, desperate at running there, back There are right plenty now. of rosters I see across, especially 12-man leagues, who can use Frank Gore. I mean, he's just very unsexy. That's yeah. the only thing. The reason I didn't I took him off the sheet is because, like I said, I saw Kenyon Drake in there, which just means he's going to be in a split. Will Frank Gore see 100 total yards in another game this year? Probably not, but well, the usage see. is still nice. He gets two games against the Jets. He get, oh, no, they lost. Uh, they, they already, already played, played the Jets yeah. twice. All right, so maybe not. But, uh, Tom, we were talking throughout the day. We thought this was going to be the Kalen Balaj game because he scored, I believe, or he was looking good at, at the very least, and he was working in a split with Gore when Drake was out. Yeah, so, I uh, wanted it to be him. It, it would be a very cool uh, ASU connection. ASU. Well, Brock Osweiler is the quarterback. And Kalen Balaj is the running back, though they were not uh, yeah. classmates. They're just fellow alumnus. And you see truly. how well it works for the Dolphins. That was the problem so for ASU players. Players. They just didn't have Osweiler and Kalen Balaj at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. So we're talking yeah. Edwards. National titles. Yeah. Back to back for to sure. back. Uh, <laughs> were you saying you know something? What? <laughs> no, it's oh, all okay. good. Uh, a few receivers to just throw out there as names. Um, I'll get the first one out of the way the easiest one out of the way uh say jones had a had a good game today should have scored could have scored two ended up scoring one and fumbling that was recovered in the end zone by a different buffalo player i mean he looked good yeah and he's worth bringing up because you know if, if you have a guy like on your team and he's just not giving you anything and you want to take a shot on him take a shot on him because this is a guy that buffalo really believed in they brought in his old wide receivers coach at usc to be his wide receivers coach in buffalo last year and so I don't know what to make of this Zay Jones game. I'm happy for him because we kind of briefly mentioned it in the offseason, but he had a difficult time this offseason. Yeah, so the I fact struggled. that he's back and playing his best football as an NFL player is really encouraging. I just don't know if I'm, if I mean, I'm using a claim like on him. I mean, he like Matt Barkley's best target, you know. So if he's going to stay in as the starter, he Matt targeted Barkley. him 11 times in a game that they won by 30 points. Right. So if they're playing in these game scripts where they're losing by 30 points, like normal, who knows how many targets he could see sure. if Matt Barkley is the quarterback. It doesn't seem likely, but in the short term, it could be the case. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> uh, Tom, your boy, John Ross, scores a touchdown with A.J. Green out. A.J. Green, we still aren't sure. It's looking like they're just hoping that he misses this week and next week, and then they can try and get him back out there. But surgery on that toe that's been giving him trouble yeah. is still in the picture. So I don't really know what to make of it, but if he's going to be out again next week and all signs are pointing to the fact that he could get him because the Bengals lit the Ravens defense on fire last time they played. And so, you know, they might have the Ravens defense's number. The Ravens are dealing with some issues that we get to highlight in the preview episode uh, this week. Um, We may even allude. We might even just get too excited and allude to it at the end of the week, but we're focusing on what happened on the field on Sunday. Uh, but, so John Ross, I think he's definitely rosterable. If you've got a guy that you're fine with cutting bait on, maybe you kept an extra quarterback because your, your QB had a bye this week, drop that quarterback, pick up John Ross, and let's see how far this thing can go. Yeah, I hope. I mean, obviously when you're talking about standard leagues and stuff and you're, you're facing these bye weeks, you throw in a guy like John Ross or somebody who can just get you you know, a, a windfall of points in one play. 
um, they can kind of get you to the playoffs. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Another guy that's been like that this year is Anthony Miller from the Bears. He's more of a deep dive kind of receiver, but he's been hitting big plays. He's getting better as the year goes on as well. And it seems like he's kind of starting to take over for Taylor Gabriel and his target share. So, you know, the offense is working a lot better as well. So I think there are a lot worse ads right now than Anthony Miller. Absolutely. Um, I've had him in a dynasty league and I should have started him this week. And I'm upset that I didn't uh, because he's been he's been lighting it up. I actually did start him desperately a couple of weeks ago. He panned out for me. Uh, this is a guy I'm excited to have going forward because. He looks like he's cashing in a way that the other, the former first round pick, Kevin White, hasn't for the Bears. And I think that that's for really sure. exciting to see. Yeah. And as far as longevity, he'll be there longer than Taylor Gabriel, who's more of a bounce around the NFL guy. Yeah, definitely. He's a journeyman for sure. Yes. Uh, we'll go now to Desperation Danny, Danny Amendola. If you're desperate, you can do a lot worse than Danny Amendola these days. I mean, Osweiler peppers him. Yeah. And it's, it's staying true through all these weeks. It doesn't seem like Tannehill is any closer to coming back. I haven't heard really any good news. I mean, why him. would they rush him back at this point in the year? Like, they're done. Yeah, They're not making like the it. playoffs. So, so, you know, if that's the case, you know, if Osweiler's going to stay in, you can live in the in this dump-down land with Danny Amendola at your flex, you know, getting you that 13 PPR points you, you deserve if you play him. Sure. Yeah, part of the problem, and I did – this is what I almost sprang up about uh, Frank Gore, is they also head into their bye this week. Right. So – not the most useful claim for the following week, but sometimes you got to add them, you know. Sometimes you got to sacrifice the week to have the year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there you go. That's, a, that's very poetic of you. Uh, there is nothing poetic for me to say that's going to make anybody feel better about the loss of our precious boy, the mule. It does not look good. He no. hurt his knee again today, no. and it's upsetting. Tom, you, you know? don't have to talk during this one. I know this is this one really stings. <laughs> we all had a good this cry. This one crushes a, a few teams of mine. Yeah. But, and it doesn't look good. You know, at, at the time of recording, it, it really just, you know, it could be anything at this point. But judging from our uh, our injury viewing acumen at this point, you know, we know when one looks pretty bad. And it definitely looked like one of the ones that's pretty bad. He pulled up on a non-contact. There was, was no one around him. It was him. scary. But since he goes down, obviously, Josh Reynolds, yep. who we talk about all the time is worth an ad. Because He's like the Valdez Scantling of the Rams offense. Like if one of the three guys is out, like you got to <laughs> start. Yeah, Reynolds I mean, I think Valdez Scantling true. is, is going to be awesome the rest yeah. of the way, but that's a different conversation. Josh Reynolds, if, Cooper Cup misses any time. You can, I think you can slot him right in. He's he's had a two touchdown game. He's had some clunkers when when Cup's been out, but his usage and his snap share has been steady throughout the whole time that Cooper Cup has not been in, and he has filled in in his place. Perfect. All righty, uh, that's it. <laughs> that's all we got. No tight ends, no QBs. Just that's pretty much it. Uh, we'll yeah. go to the slate now. Panthers, Steelers. My oh my. The Steelers' offense looked amazing. Yeah, I think oh. that uh, Samuels from the Steelers could have made the sheet if uh, yeah. if James Conner wasn't going to be uh, cleared from concussion protocol already. I think I'm pretty sure he's already cleared, and the Steelers said that oh, he's okay. going to play. So uh, he goes right back to that nothing kind of role. Um, you know, the news – we, we're on the news eve of Le'Veon. I know we haven't yeah. brought it up. It seems like that he's not going to um, come Schef back. It's but... a, it's been, it was a Schefter bomb, too. Yeah. You know, so so like... when Schefter says it, we listen. And uh, 
you know, I don't we're not going to nothing's determined yet. I can't wait to see what unfolds on this Tuesday. And, uh, you know, make sure you stay close to the Ruts account for all our reactions. If any of you post Le'Veon, if any of you were lucky enough to get the first pick overall and you were smart enough to take Todd Gurley with it or basically anyone except Le'Veon Bell, just just pop yourself a nice glass of whatever beverage you prefer the most and thank the fantasy gods that you didn't take Levy on Bell. Yeah. Because that's that's the point we've hit with this season. Um, it's It's been an incredible saga. We'll still be talking about it on the preview because we'll have the knowledge be talking about it all of year. whatever happened. Because the result effect, you know, it basically bombs out whoever picked him if, yeah. in the first round. And it saves a season and makes a contender out of whoever picked James Conner up off yeah. the waiver. It's going to be that polarizing yeah. moment As if of it the had entire already. year. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Last year it was Camara in week four. This year it's James Conner before the season even started. Yeah. Was the way it was the waiver wired pick of the pickup of the year. Yep. Uh, but I've back. got one. Oh, I've no got more. one. Uh, QB. We kind of breezed over it, but Lamar Jackson. Oh, yes. You're right. I think is absolutely worth a stash, um, especially when you consider that Joe Flacco might have uh, hip surgery. Yes. And this is your only chance to claim him. Hopefully it was a guy that you could have ad dropped before um, and you don't have to use a claim on him, but he's worth a claim. Yeah. Week, his schedule is also unbelievable. Week 11, Cincinnati. Week 12, Oakland. Week 13, Atlanta. Week 14, Kansas City. Week 15, Tampa Bay. Yeah, that, Isn't it crazy that uh, it seems like every single team in the league has played Tampa Bay, Atlanta, Oakland and Kansas City in a row. Like <laughs> it feels like every like every team yeah. just runs through them. The Browns played them four straight. Like it feels like every team just gets them stacked in a row. The Bengals went through them all in a row. It's yeah. so weird. That is but weird. The Ravens get that, and like you said, Tom. Once I heard a little tiny piece of news about Joe yeah. Flacco possibly needing hip surgery, I flew yeah. to my phone and added Lamar Jackson in any league that yeah. I possibly could. This is a league winner. The dual threat of all time could possibly step out there <laughs> into cupcake city matchups 100 worth the ad tom good job bringing him up because we almost forgot about him well i was planning on bringing him up at the end of the show but okay. now that tom's brought him up i see that clearly it was something that we needed to discuss as soon as possible so yeah i'm all for it thank you tom panther steelers this was the christian mccaffrey game that everyone was waiting for the and best the fact that we got it was touchdown awesome. at the end of the game yeah yeah. He did not need to score the touchdown. No. He didn't need to be on the field. He probably shouldn't have been on the field. No. But he gifts you with a nice one-yard touchdown at yep. the end and a nice 34-point performance in half PPR. He's had back-to-back 30-point -back performances in half PPR. He has been awesome this year. Back-to-back 30-burgers. -back Amazing. Not too shabby. You expect that from Kamara. You know, you expect that from Gurley. Not a lot of people expect that from Christian McCaffrey. Yep. He's top 10 again this year. He's doing it again. No big deal. Saints-Bengals was a high-scoring game that we expected, but it For was not as lopsided as we expected. Uh, the Saints just absolutely ambushed the Bengals to the tune of, I think it was like, at one point it was like 40 consecutive points. Saints just or flexing like on everybody yeah. right now. Yeah, that was uh, Michael Thomas, two touchdowns. Alvin Kamara, two touchdowns. Mark Ingram, 160 total yards and a touchdown. Jesus. Ben Watson scored. I mean, it was, unless you started Traquan Smith, which... We weren't Watch too I did. bullish on. Oh, sorry to hear that, Tom. <laughs> I was going to say he was just about the only guy we weren't too bullish on from the Saints coming into this week. But, uh, but yeah, Mixon looked good for what it's worth. He just didn't have the opportunity. Tyler Boyd could have been a loser. Into. He only sees four targets yeah, in this wild. game. And, 
you know, that's scary. This was supposed to be a matchup that he was going to dominate. It's something to pay attention to going forward. Is he going to get this really clamped down coverage now that AJ Green is out? Right. And I think he's still a guy to go after if your trade deadline hasn't passed and yeah. someone's sour at that performance. Uh, to go steal him could be a league-winning move, in my opinion. Yeah. I've seen him uh, go in a lot of different ways um, throughout this this whole – I've seen him get traded a lot of different times uh, throughout this year. He's a, yeah, there's an uneasy piece. feeling about him, and that you know provides a uh, opportunity to, to take advantage of it. Right. Regardless of who – like regardless of – and you're trying to get rid of him or you're trying to trade for him, it's always just like, uh, Tyler Boyd, I hope this is uh... – Hope this is okay. Yeah, it's a you know? it's, it's a risk you run, but you know I think that I think that Tom's right. I think he'll end up being a guy that yeah, this was probably a valley, but he's gonna have a lot more peaks than yeah. uh, than valleys. Yeah, uh, Falcons Browns. We could have easily lose with the Falcons, but they did put up good fantasy performances. Yeah, even though they lost to the Browns. But what I really liked about this game was Baker Mayfield. He looked great again. Uh, that throw that he had to Higgins was awesome. Yeah, but he's not targeting the guys we want him to. David like, Njoku caught his one target for the year or for the game. Yeah, and it, seemed, it feels like, like it. for the year. Yeah, <laughs> it feels like it. You know, he's and he's throwing touchdowns to Higgins and and he's throwing to Callaway and all these guys we expected to be Njoku and Jarvis and it's just not them. We no. have to change our we have to change our thinking on those. But we've two been players. right on Duke Johnson, so we're hitting three thirty three, which is a good batting average. Yeah, coverage. for these two weeks. <laughs> So, not a good free throw percentage, though, and that's kind of more what the fantasy calls should be. Yeah, towards. I guess. Um, Lions. Take what I can get. Yeah. Lions, Bears. The Bears play better at home. That's certainly the case for Mitch Trubisky. He was the, he actually outscored Big Ben, which looked like a very tall task. Nice to see Galladay bounce back and score. Yes, it was garbage, but he he was playing well even before he scored. Yeah. He was their he was their lead target. Marvin Jones, I think, left this game for he did. An injury at yeah, a time. I don't know if he returned or not. I didn't quite see that. But it could have easily just been they were getting blown out, so yeah. there's no point in bringing him back. Anyway. I mean, if Marvin Jones comes out. Galladay becomes a, a, a target monster that right. you know could just be a volume WR one. Yeah, absolutely, hundred uh, percent. For for the Bears, Trey Burton's usage was frustrating. Tariq Cohen gets the touchdown. Jordan Howard's usage was frustrating, and we talked about Anthony Miller, a guy that you should definitely be targeting if you're in the mood to. They're make starting a to roll. That offense yeah. is really starting to come together. Yeah. Mitchell, Mitchell's looking again. dangerous in that offense. It's nice. 30-point week again. Especially, you know, I'll tell you what, he's tough to bring down when he starts yeah. running. They can't get a hold of him. Yeah. Cardinals, Chiefs. The Cardinals made a game out of this, which was very nice to see. There was, this game was in doubt for much of the much of the game. The fourth quarter, Chiefs pull away. David Johnson. Is he back? Is he back to the David Johnson? He gave me the sweet taste I needed. He's back, baby. <laughs> David is back. Back, he is baby. In the three games, or the three weeks, or well, I guess it's two games and they're by, but in the two games that he's played with Byron Left, which as the offensive coordinator, he's averaging six catches for 60 yards and a half touchdown receiving over those two games. That's really, really encouraging. For sure. I, yeah. It's much better than the alternative, which was like garbage. Steady. Yeah. Hot garbage. Yeah. Hot garbage and still a top 10 running back. Yeah. He's like 15th now. This performance is obviously going to catapult him up, especially with I expected some a weeks. lot more. You know, I think a DFS lineup killer this week was Kareem Hunt. Um, this was supposed to be the matchup, you know, that he goes against the worst run defense yeah. in the league. Gets he vultured. only throws down like a 10-point performance. He gets vultured by Spencer Ware. 
Tyreek Hill doesn't let them get close enough to the no. end zone because he's just so damn good. Yeah. <laughs> and and there's just nothing there for Hunt. You know, I had him across all my lineups, and I was just thinking, you know, I probably wasn't alone in that because yeah. he's been a guy worth paying up for, and the matchup really was there. So right. that one really stings. I, I'm, I will definitely be going back down the Kareem Hunt well over and over again this year. I think it was just, uh, yeah. you know, like I said, t- Hill didn't let them get close enough to the end zone, and some things didn't yeah. work in his favor. I think that's I think that's part of the problem with Kareem Hunt being the running back on the team with Patrick Mahomes is because Mahomes can make these electric plays so that they don't feel like they have to go to the ground game, even in situations where it would probably be advantageous for the Chiefs to run. It's just not that because they know that Mahomes can make something spectacular happen at a moment's notice. Andy Reid loves a chuck, too. Right. And in this case, it just happened to be that Tyree Kill, you know, could beat quadruple coverage and catch his second touchdown, which was incredible to see, but also really frustrating if you had Kareem Hunt. Uh, we'll move on. Patriots-Titans. Awesome. Uh, w- you know how I felt about the Patriots and the Titans. Uh, Corey Davis had a nice little bounce-back game. He's a guy who's probably owned in more than 50% of leagues, which is why he wasn't on the waiver wire heroes. But, I mean, you know, you could do a lot worse with your fourth or fifth wide receiver than Corey Davis. Yeah, for This sure. Titans offense has looked better now two weeks in a row coming off of their bye. So, so you know they're going to It's something clump. that, yeah, it, it, it could happen. <laughs> They were going to tighten out so hard next week. I wonder who they play. I think it's a divisional opponent. I think oh, they get like the call for the Texans again. Titans yeah. game. So we'll see. <laughs> but uh, but it could. I don't know. I just I want to believe in the Titans right now. It, when you beat the Patriots, that's the kind of confidence that you afford yourselves. I yeah. Think. The uh, Bill Belichick is struggling against his uh, his understudies. He loses to Matt Patricia pretty badly. And now he gets spanked by Mike Vrabel. You know, he didn't these, even coach under him. He maybe, was just a player. Maybe that's that's what it takes to beat the Patriots. You just have to know what they're doing. Can you, can you imagine? <laughs> Step like, inside the mind of a Bill Belichick. Do they know that Belichick is human? Yeah. Is yeah. the one flaw. Yeah. Yeah. Can he you, could be defeated. I just imagine, like, and the NFL in, like, 2037. And it's, like, 31 former coaches under bill belichick and bill belichick and the hologram of bill belichick (laughs) (laughs) can't do it can't do it sorry the patriots have some of his dna stored so they can just clone him head head in a jar like like futurama style they're leaking these reports that he's so anti tb12 when actually he's like their biggest client and tb12's like researching how to clone him yes for robert Kraft, and it's all just like (laughs) brady Kraft and belichick have actually been best buds sounds like a black mirror episode Episode. It really does. <laughs> That's what this is going to be called for us, the Black Mirror episode of Russ. Um, Washington goes into Tampa Bay, and they don't allow them to score a touchdown. Tampa's supposed to bring the points. Tampa's supposed to bring points. They, they brought didn't the yards. Bring any. They brought the yards. 480 total yards. Fitzpatrick threw for 400 yards. Jaquiz Rodgers had over 100 receiving yards. Just a, just a crazy game. The fact that the Bucks didn't score obviously doesn't help anybody, but there are greener pastures ahead for the Bucks. For Washington, though, this is an impressive game. You know, Josh yeah. Doxson looked pretty good. Maurice Harris gave you something to keep you afloat. Uh, we talked about – I talked about how I liked him um, in the preview episode uh, yeah, last week. Yeah, all guys did all right. You know, yeah. It was really – it was really it was an ugly special. game. Yeah, this game really stunk. I expected there to be a lot more points. But, yeah. like you said, hopefully the Bucks will uh, will get their act together. And, hey, Washington's defense all of a sudden is looking good. like a great option week in and week out. Um, Winston or Fitzpatrick next week. If you are the Bucks, who are you going with? Fitzpatrick. I think he just unlocks that offense in a way that we've seen that Winston can't. 
Also, Fitzpatrick. I have, also, I'm I much agree. more invested in Fitzpatrick. I mean, we have both now yeah. in, the, in the two quarterbacks, so it's really, yeah. it really means nothing. And a couple others, though, I have. Stick with the damn starter and yeah. not, not pull him yeah. in the middle of the yeah, game, no, which you. would suck for yeah. us. But, yeah, I think that they got to stick with Fitzpatrick. Yeah. How about Bills Jets? The Bills go in and just lay the wood on the Jets. And Can now. Can we not talk about this one? What's there to say? Shady McCoy had a great bounce back game. Yeah, but you don't trust it. No, you can't at this point. <laughs> uh, Robbie Anderson was a surprise and active. The Hearn Daddy streak came to a screeching halt. Awful. Uh, the Jets crowd were so looked bad. okay. But the Jets were so bad. The Jets are terrible. Jags Colts. The Jags looked terrible, but we got garbage time Blake Bortles. Our favorite version of Blake Bortles came in uh, this week, and it's just been it's been a lot of fun. Seeing garbage time Blake Bortles back again, and Fournette Dante comes back. Dante Moncrief catches another long touchdown. Yep. You know, revenge I, game. Yeah, big the, time. A great revenge game touchdown. You know, we love to see that. Eric Ebron with a hat trick of touchdowns in this game gets a rushing touchdown, which really pissed me off. <laughs> that but, pissed me off too, actually. <laughs> but uh, you know, he has a whale of a game. The Colts really just hold on at the end of this game. I thought Andrew Luck. Your plum pick, Don, really our shared plum pick, yeah. was going to have a much bigger game, but he still went over 20 again, proving once again he is completely matchup proof. Ho-hum. Uh, I benched Ebron in the league this week. Ow. And I still, I still won big. Thank God. So I'm, But I promise you if I didn't, I would be in a much worse mood, and I would be like, like Grouchy Don would have came out for sure. Well, uh, it'll probably come game. out in the next five minutes or so. Well, well, we're about to talk about the Raiders, so uh, that's <laughs> oh, pretty God, easy to bring Grouchy Don out. Now, the Chargers did what they do. I mean, Melvin Gordon with a 66-yard touchdown. You expect him to score. You don't expect him to score from that far out. So the people who have Melvin Gordon just got something that they could really enjoy because really once he got, like, it was one of those where he gained 10 yards and you're like, he's gone. Yeah. Oh, and he's was, gone. Yeah. And, and you just keep saying it like every five yards, just yeah. con- like you feel more and more confirmed. Almost like you were trying to talk yourself He's into gone. it when you He's knew. Gone. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Um, yeah, that gave me a fighting chance in the league, so that was it was cool to watch. I have Phil and Melvin in one yeah. of my leagues, and when you hit a sixty-yard touchdown like that, that yeah. stack it is just glorious. But uh, yes. the Raiders have not scored a touchdown in two straight games. Of course not. Um, for nine the, points in two games. Oh, great. Back Brutal. to the- Martavis. Martavis Bryant hurt. Jordy Nelson hurt. It's not looking good. Seth no, Roberts, not. we should have added him on the sheet just yeah. out of necessity. He can yeah. get a ton of targets. And they have LaFell, too. Right. Because he just won't die. Yeah, flip um, a coin. I'd go with Seth Roberts. For the Chargers. Those, are, those might be DFSers for me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think uh, interesting, kind of. Yeah. But uh, not if they're scoring zero touchdowns per game. For the Chargers, yeah. Keenan Allen, 90 yards last week. He scores this week. Is the heater from last year about to about to kick in? I mean that this is not anywhere near the heater pace that pace that he had. Just to remind <laughs> everyone, he had at least ten catches for at least one hundred fifty yards and at least one touchdown for like four straight weeks last year. So an insane heater. He's not quite at that, but we'll take what we can get at this point. He he looks better and it looks like he's getting those red zone targets, which he was not getting at the beginning of the year. And he was converting all of last year, which just made it all the more frustrating. Seeing Keenan Allen not score. Seahawks, Rams, Chris Carson, and an Always active. a good game. Rashard Penny. Of course. Is it, is it time? These Seahawks, no, because these Seahawks <laughs> running backs are so annoying. Just when you think it's supposed to be Mike Davis, here comes Rashad Penny out of nowhere in this comeback game. Chris Carson's injury doesn't seem, like, wildly serious, so I think it's back to all three. Yeah. And it's you can't just trust anyone, unfortunately. If you rolled, if you rolled Rashad Penny out there, you know, in the desperation – 
format, you know, somewhere in one of your leagues, you know, God bless you. That was yeah, an awesome performance. I mean, I'm happy best, for you, but you're crazy. The best Bro. rusher out there was Russell Wilson. Yes, yeah, of course. No kidding. Uh, I mean, he, he really returned to form. He almost had as many rushing yards this week as he's had um, this season because he has not been rushing the ball as much. Uh, he's almost he had, had as 90... many rushing yards in this game as he had passing yards, I'm pretty sure, too. Yeah, he had 92 rushing yards. Um, he almost even put one in on his legs. If he's going to do that, he is an auto start, too. I know yeah. he's been kind of brutal, but that you can't replace that no. somewhere else with a quarterback. It's, just, it's impossible to do. Uh, yeah, absolutely not. Uh, for the Rams, Cooper Cup's going to be out, it looks like, for at least probably the next couple weeks. What's, and obviously what's really scary for them is that they're just so damn good. That yeah. It's like, why? He's reaching, like, Gronk territory where it's like, why play him if he's a little bit hurt and we're still winning games? Obviously, the Pats didn't win this week. Maybe they'll rethink that going into their bye. But I don't think the Rams will risk him at all, as they showed earlier in the season. So, uh, you know, hopefully he uh, – hopefully it's, it's not as serious as we thought, but it doesn't look good. No. Does not look we're going to – we'll need a backup plan Yeah, because we, we own him all over the place. But uh, I did want to bring up – that Tyler Lockett has now scored seven touchdowns. The guy's pacing out to be a double-digit touchdown candidate, which you can't just find walking around on the street. So it's frustrating. If James Conner wasn't so good, he'd be a waiver-wire hero candidate. Agreed. Who? Lockett. Uh, Lockett for the year. Oh, okay. For the year. I was like, what? Oh, no. (laughs) He better be. Yeah, at this point, for sure. Yeah. Uh, Dolphins Packers. This was an interesting game. Um, Packers kind of came in and took care of business. Was this the game where Aaron Jones officially cemented himself as the number one running back in Green Bay? I mean, if not, then I, I don't know where their coach was. Well, There's no such game. Well, if that... you believe every report that came out about the Packers this week, their coach has absolutely no idea what he's doing and hasn't changed the offense since 2008. So I buy it. Well, if he goes 172. And two touchdowns, 172 total yards and two touchdowns. Pretty good. And he's not the lead dog. I'd be shocked. I mean, Jamal Williams only saw three carries in this game. Okay, yeah. Aaron so Jones saw so it's 15. Over. Yeah. So it's over, right? I mean, That's. It's about time. Yeah, for yeah, sure. It's about damn time. For sure. You're right. Uh, for the Dolphins, you know, we we mentioned Gore, we mentioned Drake, Amendola, um, seven for seventy-two yeah. on ten targets. Devontae in this game. Parker and Jakeem Grant left this game as well with Devontae injuries. Devontae Parker leaves every game. Well, he does. <laughs> well, he can't just stay at the stadium, Scott. <laughs> well, he either leaves in the middle or doesn't show up at all. But yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know any. I didn't really see Devontae Parker's injury. It was it happened towards the end of the game. But he they saw were eleven in targets mode. in this game too. Yeah. Um. But Jakeem Grant's looked pretty bad. He was, you know. He's their speedster, and it looked like he just blew a tire somehow. So I'm, I'm more worried about Jakeem Grant's injury than Devontae Parker's. We'll have to see what happens with that. Uh, Kenny Stills looked pretty good as well, though. So it may end up just being Stills and Amendola down the stretch for the Dolphins, which is something that people can bank on in fantasy, yeah. I would like to Hopefully, believe. Hopefully less names the better in that offense. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yep. Cowboys-Eagles is going on right now. Cowboys have a third and goal. I'm not going to call a play-by-play. Uh, but it's uh, it's Incomplete. been a score, yeah, it's scoreless <laughs> through the first half of the first quarter. Um, nothing really to take away from it. We've got uh, Niners Giants on Monday night. Uh, oh, please, Saquon, make that game worth watching. 
please. Yeah, this one could be bad because... Help me, Saquon Barkley. You're my only hope. <laughs> please make this game fun. <laughs> but um, the 49ers had eight sacks last game. The Giants' offensive line is suspect, so yeah. I, I don't know. You know, it could be it could be just a mega uggo in this one. I'm hoping for some points. I'm hoping for some excitement, some Saquon and some Odell. Obviously, you're rooting for that, but... Uh, you know, I think it could be tough sledding on both sides yeah. of the football. Let us know how that preview worked at RutzFF on Twitter. Uh, you'll also be hearing our immediate takeaways, our long-term takeaways, and everything else going on with Le'Veon Bell. Uh, this episode is going to drop at 4 in the morning, so 12 hours from the, this episode dropping, I believe, at 4 o'clock in the Official afternoon decision the deadline time. Yeah. for Le'Veon Bell. Um, you know, this, this thing has had more twists and turns than sharp objects. Uh, the T HBO series. The NFL has done a good watching. job changing the rules to add suspense to yeah. and just <laughs> making up the rules for Le'Veon yeah. as we go. Yeah, it's been awesome. They're like, I don't know. It's like little kids playing tag and all of a sudden, like, it's just like, no, you can't do that because uh, the baseball field's out of bounds. And it's like, no, that doesn't make any sense. I, I lost you with this one. It's Sorry. A, I guess in a way. You're out of bounds. Yeah. <laughs> We're also on Instagram, straight flexing. Um, and you can catch our man catch Monday. Uh, some, it was a lot of like, just kind of walk in touchdowns, a lot of rushing touchdowns this week. Man catch Monday was tough to find, but see what won on Instagram at Ruts FF. There's always a couple good ones. Tom's at Hillier FF. Scott's at Wags FF. I'm at Why So Serious. We'll also throw in our plug for at Capt Andrew Luck, uh, <laughs> as we always Every... do. We got to get that guy on the show at the end of the year. I wish. I bet he'd do it. I have so many questions. Yeah. Like, how are you so good? At Why are you, you so awesome? Yeah. How did you get this cool? Do you want to be best friends? <laughs> yeah. I want that Will guy. Will you come to my birthday party? <laughs> I want him, and I want uh, I want Blake Bortles facts, because he's been having a down year. Yeah, Internet, yeah no kidding. Internet Celebrity League candidates. Yes, yeah. for sure. Yeah, they'll, re they'll revamp it for us. Yes, absolutely. All right, we will see everybody on Thursday for the Week 11 preview. Three weeks of the fantasy regular season left. We'll get you through it, hopefully get you into the playoffs. Until then, keep scoring. Baby, we were born to